Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast, the best shows on TV. And I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight is that Game of Thrones. This was the episode 606. Uh, what was the name of this one? Blood of My Blood. Blood of My Blood. I know the director was Old Bender. Who was the writer? Cogman. Cogman. Um, I'm going to beat you to the punch on this one and say this episode was kind of meh to me. Oh, man. So, so much advancement. I, I couldn't disagree more. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm two, sorry. There's so many times this, this every storyline left you like you're you're about to have something amazing happen and it's like, well, and move on. It just it was me. I'm going to say that I love the episode because I'm a book reader. Um, but... There was one storyline that left me quite just bleh. Yeah. I see me not being a book reader. There was a couple things I felt like um, this was supposed to be monumental. And I was kind of like, eh. You know, I mean, there were a couple things that were kind of surprises I thought were pretty cool. But some of the storylines, it just, you know, last night made me realize how many storylines we still have, even though we've killed off so many this season. Oh, I mean, we're oh, still yeah. looking at like 30 storylines. Uh, it was just, it was air apparent last night, you know, just because of how many things. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. The whole Sparrow thing killed me for the episode. Uh, that right there was just, a, that was kind of like, that was my mood for the entire episode once I saw that. Oh, that, man, I loved it. That was the storyline that made me just cringe. Yeah, it was the one that was like, oh, you know. I'm, how far ahead he is of everybody else. I, I was just, I was amazed. But I'm trying to. Who do you think is playing who? Do you think Marjorie's leading this, or do you think the Sparrow See, that's, is? That's, that's my one thing. I, I'm thinking, why show us the scenes of her saying, be strong, you have to last through this, da-da-da-da-da, and then her to just suddenly turn the tide well, and become all happy-go-lucky. To it, me, it makes it feel like she's pulling strings somehow. It even looked like she was pro- poking little old Tommy before. It was like, he's not who we thought he was, is he? And Tommy was like, huh? What? No, no, he's exactly like and she's like, okay, I've got to go all in on this and just praise the man. Yeah. Uh. But, like, the thing I didn't like about it was you can atone by bringing in somebody into the religion. doesn't matter what you did. As long yeah. as you bring people in, you know, we're going to forgive That's all of That's the part sins. that bothered me was is that, you know, if he had the king in his back pocket, then the walk would have still happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That right there was the part that was kind of like, mm, you know... And what baffles me is that Tommen has already turned like his mother had no effect on him, you know, which was kind of baffling because he had that whole monologue, you know, a couple episodes ago. Well, he's about been it. away from her. Yeah. It, you know, he's like, you know, I'm weak. I'm, I need to go in there and just t- dice him apart. Da, da, da. And then all of a sudden he's like, daddy number two. It's because the Sparrow's giving him everything he wants. Like he doesn't see a point and not just siding with him. I don't know. He was, Bleh. yeah, I mean, I was totally disappointed. I mean, you talk about a massive amount of resources to film a scene that ended up without bloodshed. I know it. And we had the Queen of Thorns there, and she never loses. Oh, and she, she got lost. It. She got torched. And just poor oh. Mace Tyrell just doesn't even have a clue of what's going on. Oh, my God. How about that Can rousing you... speech? Are you ready to go storm this? How about, how about that armor and how uncomfortable he looked in that <laughs> stuff? Well, he had someone leading his horse. He wasn't even riding his horse. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just a buffoon all through and through. <sighs> it, it was, that was tough. That, and that's what kind of saturated, because I think I've been looking forward to some bloodshed with the Sparrow, you know. And then when Jamie rolled up there on the horse, you know, and he's making his ultimatum, I was like, okay, 
we're going to get something here. We're going to have some. And did you notice homeboys didn't have no leather clubs? They had ironed spear. What is that? Like was an iron with spikes on it on a stick. It was like the leather stick, but it had a spike sticking out of it. Yeah. It was like old Mick Foley coming out to the cage yeah, matches I mean, and was, stuff. Uh, it was... It was a weapon. It wasn't no. It wasn't no. Yeah. I'm gonna pick a weapon on the behind. It was a. I'm gonna kill you weapon. Well, I mean, they even have armor. Like, I mean, when they came out protecting Tommen, those were Faith Militant. That wasn't the Kingsguard. I thought that was Kingsguard. I thought, no. I thought Kingsguard. That's different. It's a different symbol. Now, I thought armor. it was Kingsguard, but it had the new insignia. Oh no, on. that's Faith Militant. Well, see, I think it was Kingsguard, but he changed the. the you think plate. Jamie doesn't know where his Kingsguardsmen are? He didn't know where his king was. Yeah, I mean that right there is not a stretch. True, but I, I don't I, think I, they, any. They of had those, the helmet of the Kingsguard. I think they had a new breastplate. I don't think any of those are original Kingsguard member. I think that those are all people handpicked by the Sparrow. Of course, how much time has passed when they make this? Yeah, really, new breastplate. <laughs> <laughs> You got somebody in the back waiting, you know? <laughs> They're just painting it over. The- <laughs> Good old uh, Gendry's back there, you know, working the steel. Yeah. Well, at least we know where Gendry is now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, where but, was the mountain? Where, where, where was Cersei? Where was anything? You know, I, I didn't even expect her just to be out of the picture on this. Well, well this, this this is supposed to be Sparrow just folding camp, you know? Yeah. Uh, mm, like I said, this was the, the, the dull part of the episode to me. Well, also... I didn't know horses could climb stairs that well. I mean, I guess it's kind of a silly thing to say, but... It looked pretty impressive to me. It was pretty boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he rolled up there one-handed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that horse was like, okay, we're doing this. Yeah. yeah. So. But then, for Cersei to make such a big mistake of giving the faith back to Militant, knowing how dangerous they were, she's become very smart. And I was wondering when that happened. Did anyone notice when this shift took place? I don't know. She's usually just been cocky and like full of power. I think she's just more I mean, resigned a- now that her children are dying on her. And it's actually making plans. She's like, no, Jamie, you have to go You know, lead the army like you're supposed to. I'm safe. Don't worry. Yeah, so what do you think about that? He got thrown out like Sir Barristan got tossed. Yeah. I- that surprised me. That's not how it goes down in the book, as far as I know. So <laughs> <laughs> he's still king's guard. Like I said, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't like any of it. Now, there was not a from the moment the troops started rolling up onto the church. Well, I mean, because this is and a to the speech. end, when you see him leave after kissing all over Cersei, it was blah blah blah. I didn't like blah didn't like, and then you finished it off with some very heavy kissing, brother sister. Well, blah I mean, blah blah. In know? between all of that, we did get a mention of your boy. I'm gonna give uh, Braun you know, as much gold as I can have. No, I'm gonna give him the, the the biggest sack of gold he's ever seen in these eyes, and <laughs> you get a bunch of killers up here. Oh, I was like, yeah. Oh, and uh, you do tell now. You saw the preview. My man Braun is gonna be back next episode. There we go. I'm pretty pumped. You know, yeah, it's makes- a it's a flash now. You had to pause that preview a few times, but I saw him. <laughs> my man was there. Hey, yeah. no one was more excited to see him and Blackfish. Yes. Next episode is going to be monumental. Well, speaking but of... But anyway, you know, on that. But, all right, like, let's talk about something that was positive about the well, episode. Speaking of old Blackfish, we, we had the reemergence of another character, you know, old favorite of Walter Frey. Oh, Frey. 
out of nowhere. Yes. Look at the exact same. That poor 12-year-old girl just Ugh. being abused throughout the Ugh. entire scene. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's Before he stands up to make a, a loud announcement, he smacks her in the yeah. ass. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just... Feeling know, pity all throughout for This her. guy should have died a long time ago. <laughs> just, I'm not yeah. even dead yet. Okay, now who's the guy? The guy that, This was the one who married one of his daughters. Edmer. Edmer, that's right, his name. And so now you see him with long hair. And I was surprised rough. to see him back because he's crushing on Outlander, and I didn't think they were going to get him back. So, I don't know. Yeah, he looked pretty rough. I'm surprised to see he was still alive. Yeah, well, he's a big bargaining chip, which is obviously they're about to play it. So. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's a bargaining chip. I don't know how big it is, depending on the book. He is legitimate heir to River Run, so he is supposed to be the king of River Run. Or, not king, but ruler. Yeah, ruler. ruler. I don't know. Yeah, but good to see Frey though. I was yeah. happy to see him. <laughs> I mean, looking like the same exact person that last time we left him, like what three seasons ago? Mm-hmm. But he plays the part so well. Oh yeah, I mean, he's the, you couldn't ask for a better actor. There's no doubt. There's no. <laughs> and I knew we were going to get him when they talked about the preview previously on, and you see him. I'm just oh, like, yes. <laughs> we've lost the castle it's stationary it doesn't move yeah, it's not a sheep we're talking about here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that I, like oh, like, I mean just the way he was cutting down his own kids and everything just yeah. great two buffoons so there's no <laughs> doubt about that but, um, you know I'll tell you one of the things that was a highlight for me was uh, Uncle Benji the return Whoa, of Benji I mean before we see that we have Brienne heading towards River Run as long as Jamie, but they're on opposite sides. Do we think that they're going to be the reason for peace or they possibly battle each other? It's true. We are going to I mean, this a is a big thing. Connection of That's two true. friends. On yeah. opposite sides. Yeah. You know, does she swing Jamie away from Cersei again? I don't know. What, what, what are y'all thinking? I mean, if I'm anybody gonna be honest can... With you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to say that... W- one part's done before the other. No, no. No, no, no. They're, they're going to be there at the same time. You can't not have them two come together. Like I said, I think I don't think the show's... I think they're going to come together, but I don't think... I'm going to think one of them's already done whatever they need to be doing. No, th- this season's already proved where this is not the season of misconnections. I don't think they're going to misconnect. I just think that one's going to get there first and you know establish whatever it is, and then the other one is going to have to make the choice of following along or going against it, but not like the meet at the same time and they have to make, have to choose a side. I th- you know, it's going to be one of those situations, you know, it's just like Arya and her having to make a decision, you know I mean? That, well, I mean, which decision do you think they're making? Do you think Jamie's going to go with Brienne or Brienne's going to go with Jamie? Uh, I don't I think, think there's any way Brienne leaves. No way. Brienne Sansa. leaves Sansa service, but no, but the only person I think could sway Jamie to Is, a, whatever the light is Brienne yeah well I think they'll figure out a way to make it a mutual deal where it's beneficial to both somehow I don't know how but well just cause I would say it redeems Jamie but I'm really liking this Jamie we have right now yeah I don't know I do I don't, I don't, I don't know how that's gonna play out it's gonna be very curious to see how that goes yeah, it's I, mean, it's be, I think it's going to be about a timing of... thing. I really think that it's going to be how they do the timing on it. I mean, I mean it's just if one they of my both first move, thoughts. if they both move like Littlefinger, they'll both be there tomorrow. You know, I mean. Well, I mean, these carriages are magical. We, yeah, we saw how I mean, fast Sam got to his house oh in their gosh. carriage. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's go back before we get to all these little spots. Let's talk about Uncle Benji here, and you know, is it is it me or am I feeling like Bran has become the most pivotal character in the show? 
for the ultimate storyline. Okay, first off, really cool seeing all these flashes that he's had downloaded into Dude, his head. I was pausing through each one of them. Did you see the one where you where Jamie stabs the Mad King in the back? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's talking about burn them all. Yeah. You see the uh, wildfire exploding yeah, all over you the see city. Him, you see Jamie stab him, and then he hits the ground and finishes him off through the ground. I mean, right yeah. there at the chair. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I uh, never thought we'd see that. I mean, as much as I love these flashes, I'm having a lot of trouble in how he's actually seeing these. Because yet again, there's no real plausible way for him to have. I these listened visions. to the little after show. You know, by the way, I'm watching this from now on 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 HBO Go because they have a little deal at the end with DB and you know, all of that to kind yeah. of talk about things. And they just talked about that very thing, and they said, you know, this is him since the other guy, the tree guy, whatever. Yeah, uh, since he died and passed off his ability. And he wasn't ready yet. He was basically giving a download of it, the entire world's history. But I mean, and Bran's like, not able to decipher it and control to be able to see what he needs to see. I understand that, but there's no way for him to have seen the history of the Mad King. You know, there, there was nothing there for them to witness, capture it. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think they're just. I think that's the TV show giving a viewer a visual. But you got to remember too, Cash. Remember, he can see through ravens, like every. Like the okay, crows. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, ravens. he has a thousand and one eyes and everything. Right. So remember when Bran, when he goes up there and the raven like flies off and yeah. stuff, he could see through the birds. So right. I mean, maybe I'll have to go back and rewatch some of these episodes and see if they have ravens. You know, yeah. all. I bet. I wonder if there's probably something to that. I mean, you remember Sam when he kills the White Walker? A whole flock of ravens, ravens. comes mm-hmm. and protects him for a second. You know, warns them that they're there. So that's he's able to see through them. So maybe we do need to start a Raven Watch or something. <laughs> yeah, a Raven Watch. Um, but as you were saying, but also, uh, Benjen's first scene this episode, he's fighting these whites, and they look amazing. Dude. I mean, it's even, every episode, they get better and better. Then them would have the snowy backdrop, and then we're going oh, through yeah. it. It's just even, to have a, a, a white substance behind them, so you can see the effects and details that are going into these guys. It's incredible. But how about his two weapons? A mini sickle. <laughs> and a ball and chain with fire, fire. in it. Yeah. And he's like wrapping them and then throwing them against trees. It looks amazing. Dude, I mean, I almost wanted to call BS, but I was enjoying it so much I didn't care. Yeah, like, oh, there was no reason good. to call it. Too I mean, good. it was so impressive. Okay, so if you were on Twitter like I was live tweeting this, it was just cold hands, cold hands, cold hands <laughs> all over Twitter. Okay, who is a character that we all wanted to see. Now, he's coming in way later than he did in the book. In the book, he takes him to the he takes him to the Three Eyed Raven. Right. Not save him after the Three Eyed Raven. Right. But as he's taking him, he also rides an elk, and you know has no pulse. R.I.P. It doesn't breathe. You know he's a dead guy. Um, oh, okay. So the whole storyline of him getting stabbed by an ice weapon, and well, then we don't know how White Walkers are created in the book. Okay, so, well, in the show, they're saying that he got stabbed, and while he was dying, they took a piece of obsidian and stabbed him with it, and right. that's what saved him from turning into a fool. Which is what I'm calling BS, is because that's the exact way you make a White Walker. Well, not only that, but it ended also an obsidian, a piece of way to also kill a White Walker. Yes. So it's kind of like... But he was, he was stabbed by a White Walker's blade. In the belly. In the and gut. And he was dying, and the children saved him by putting a piece of obsidian through his heart. Right. But he hadn't died yet, so like he wouldn't have been a white yet. 
You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it looked like this is the yeah, exact I mean, way you create a white walker. Yeah, it's exactly like the guy, the, the, like the king. I mean, he just was a normal dude tied to a tree, and then he took one shot to the, the, the heart, you know, and he became... And so I didn't like how they explained him. By yeah, me. it's a little off. You know, I'm with you on that. I, I was confused myself, so I'm right there with you, Cash. Um, that was kind of odd because, you you know, and they didn't give you the inclination that he was dead. You know, I mean, like you had to he, look. He, looks he looked terrible. very white. He, you know, his cheeks his were hands, a little off. You see his hands are different. You know, but like you could be like, well, he's just frosty because it's freaking snowing blizzard <laughs> out there too. Well, he yeah. looks like. I wish there was a little Frostbit. more. I wish there was a little more effect to him to make you realize, okay, he's not whole anymore. But yeah. then, if you put any effect on him, then you're like, well, he's a White Walker. So I mean, it's a very hard line to put. Yeah, I don't know. I They've just, written themselves into a hole with. I would have appreciated a little more detail instead of his cheeks having a little bit of blue on him. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got. Oh, yeah. Well, the cool thing in the book is he does wear the scarf over his face, and they don't know. We don't know that that's been in the book at all. Okay. But it's cool because obviously it's cold. You see the breath. They realize that he has no breath coming through his scarf and stuff. That's how they know he's dead. But he's not a bad guy. He's like a white, but he's a white for the three-eyed raven. And I don't think he ever talks in the book at all, does he? Yeah, he does. Okay. Well, I just, I was happy to see him. I thought the the fight scene was quite impressive. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, I thought it was a really cool intro and how they brought him back together, the whole nine yards. And he I called him. He says, "You are the Three Eyed Raven now." Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, well, I think that's one reason his his character came back in is to help to explain. Okay, this is what your new mission is. This is, now you have purpose. That's why I say I think Bran has just become a very pivotal character for the entire show. You know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know. It seems like he's the key. You but, know why? Why is the why is the uh, the Ice King after him now? Was because he has the ability of the Three Eyed Raven? Or? Well, I'm trying to figure out: does is this all part of the Three Eyed Raven's plan? Because Brain couldn't go anywhere in that weirwood net and everything without the Three Eyed Raven, and so why does he let him go visit the Night's King? And then he already has Benjen set up outside, waiting for them. So it seems like this was just all kind of part of his plan. No, he didn't let him go visit the Night King. Remember, he throws a rock at him. And he's he's asleep. And he just crawls over and touches the weirwood and goes on his own. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he wasn't able to navigate by himself. Otherwise, he would have known where he was going. And stuff. Oh, I don't think he was even knew where he was going when he touched it. He just kind of showed up because he didn't look like he knew where he was at. I mean, it's just all seeming like... Uh, it's it's a flimsy. Very, yeah, it's I mean, flimsy. That's yeah. a strong coincidence that Bran that's went a t- there. That's a TV show moving at a high pace. Well, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just so focused on how well they've done and comparing it to the books that that part's just not sitting just right moving with it. And you, and you could say you could have a lot more screen time with him figuring things out or getting to a scenario eventually. But are you cutting out? Yeah. What screen well, time I mean, are you cutting out? They're, cut, they're cutting yeah, out 13 I mean, episodes in two seasons, so. Yeah, I mean, I just... So, I, I don't know. I, I think that's just them keeping the pace moving along. You know, for the, for the novice you know viewer... It's easy to follow, you know, in okay. that kind of situation. Because, I mean, but Benjamin's going to be dropping a lot of knowledge on us, and I'm excited to I'm see happy. It. Yeah. Shoot, I'm excited. <laughs> he's got six seasons worth of knowledge he needs to be dropping. <laughs> yeah, really. Do you, do you think the we're The greatest really... hide-and-go-seek character of all time, you know? And we did see a little bit of the uh, Lyanna Stark's bloody hands in, in one of those visions. Maybe. Well, I mean, I mean it, I it's tough that. to say if it was Leon to start, but I mean, you see a woman with red hands and like blood all around her body. 
So it's mm. looking like it was Red Tower. Maybe. Or the Tower of Joy, not the Red Tower. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't spot it. I didn't catch anything with the Tower of Joy. I, 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 I saw watching. Mad King. I saw. Of course, it showed the young at Art Stark at the Tower of Joy, but they didn't show anything inside of it or anybody else. It was just a, one of the quick flashes of a woman with bloody hands and blood all over her stomach and body. I don't know. It's possible, but I don't know. There's not enough there for me to bite my teeth into to say that's a juicy bite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's pretty juicy. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see it otherwise. I didn't see it. Though. All right. So we mentioned it a second ago, Samwell, you know, uh, um, another the fast slayer. carriage, you know, the Slayer there. Um, I actually really enjoyed this part. I was really looking forward to meeting old dad. Were y'all he did not happy? Disappoint. Were y'all happy, sad with the character and how they portrayed it? Loved him. I liked him. I wish he was a little bit younger. Because um, Sam's brother is supposed to be his younger brother. Yeah, Sam's brother's supposed to be like seven, I think, at this point. Yeah, well, in the books, whatever. I don't. He looks like that. a he looks like an older teenager or he looks maybe young twenty, young twenties. Yeah, I'd say he's in his twenties at least. Um, and the dad, it seems a bit older than I was looking forward to. Now, the the physical appearance, not being a book reader, did this guy fit the T of the physical appearance? Because I'm gonna be honest with you, looking, I would, my anticipation was of a big man, that you know. But then when I watched the show, I was like, Sam is the oddball. You know, that he's just a fat, you know. Oh, well, he is. Yeah, Sam was definitely the oddball. He's an oddball. In the book, too. Okay. And so. He's a real surly dude in the book, too. Yeah. Like, the character was definitely more of his attitude and persona more than his build. Okay. That's what I was curious about because, I mean, his dad was an ass, you know. I mean, oh, like, I mean, his dad was one of the great... If you remember, I think it was last season, his dad was complimenting... Sam, like his dad, to Sam saying he was the best war general we ever faced, and he was on the opposite side. So, I mean, that just tells you the respect this guy carries. Yeah. And the son, the younger brother, is a little more douchey in the books, too. Well, yeah, he kind of looked like he was squirrely like that, you know. But he also looked like he was kind of like felt sorry for Sam. Oh, yeah. I think everybody at the table felt sorry for Sam. But he doesn't feel sorry for him in the books. Oh, okay. He's uh, just, he's like the favorite son, you know. Okay. And as soon as Sam asked for that second piece of bread, I was like, don't do it. Don't, oh, <laughs> do a raise of hands we've been in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> They're all up. Uh, so, but I liked Gilly in these scenes. I thought yeah, she Gilly, good. man, great. I mean, She plays stupid perfect. She does. And then she speaks up her piece and does that part. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, was to be honest else? with you, there was nothing I disliked about this whole scenario. I knew exactly why Sam. I wanted Sam to say something, but it made total sense, and he explained it. You know, um, we all cringing time. as bad as me when she started saying that he's a greater warrior than any of them. Yeah, I was like, oh no, don't do it. Yeah, well, I knew she was going to give away something that was going to make the table way out of bounds, and sure as you know, on the way down, I was like, don't there <laughs> yeah. it went, you know. But where is he going now? I don't because he, he stole can't, the sword. Yeah, stealing the sword was the biggest mistake. He can't go to Old Town because Dad knows he's going to Old Town. So I think is he going back to the wall now? I don't see how he can go back to the wall. Where no. does he go? I mean, I mean, it's a great. Question. I don't know. I, I I think he still goes to Old Town. I think if he's under orders, he's going to follow those orders. He's just going to be different about it. No, because his dad's going to come for that sword. Like that's what I'm saying. And no women are are allowed at Old Town. 
That's true. I don't know. Yeah, the, the sword is the query. I mean, like, what, what was the significance? It's Valyrian steel. It's, it's the only Valyrian. thing that can kill White Walkers. Well, I knew that part of it. The idea of Sam carrying it and needing it doesn't make sense. He doesn't wield it well. He doesn't handle a sword at all well. Well, I think he just wants to get it back to Castle Black. But as far as him That's stealing a stretch it. To me. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think we see Sam much the rest of the season. I think that was kind of like they just nipped that in the butt, and that's something we're going to have to wrap up next season. Four episodes left. I am bet you we don't even touch that storyline again. No, they, they've been they putting. Got to. Yeah, they, they've put Sam in too many weird spots throughout the season and know. not come back. It took four episodes to see him, and now this. I. Psh. No, we saw him in episode two on the boat, just sailing. I mean, yeah, they're that's giving what I'm him saying. Like, he's only had like very minimal screen time. I don't think we could get a whole lot more of them this year. We'll see him again. Maybe one little snippet of where they're going, and that's it. You I know? honestly hope he goes to Old Town. I want to see Old Town. Yeah. I mean, they they cast his dad and everything. We still got a lot more Sam to go. I hope so. I hope so. I do and I don't because his scenes are so hit and miss. <laughs> I mean, they, they really are. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm kind of a sucker for Sam, you know. Uh, Was anyone upset that Sam didn't get it in before they left? Because I was like, Sam, she, she's basically asking you. Yeah, I, I was very uh, like weird. Like, you know, this is your last night here, and you just close the doors and throw the deuces? Bye, Gilly. Yeah, bye. Holla. <laughs> then he I came back like, in, and I was like, yes, no. Sam the Slayer. Like, and so when he came back in, I was like, all right. <laughs> Sam like, the Slayer, let's get <laughs> it. Now he goes right for the kid. I'm like, what the heck? I was like, uh, you got a few hours, Sam. What you doing, you know? I mean, you got until daylight. Like, let's make this count. I, I, yeah, I was kind of surprised a little bit that we didn't get another little love scene there, but I guess not. But I don't know. All right. Now, the other thing that was kind of a disappointment to me, not because it was poorly acted or anything like that, I just didn't care for the decision, was the Arya storyline. So, I'm really digging the plays, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, how sent, like, they're making Joffrey seem so sympathetic and like he was such a good character. In the plays, and like everyone else is terrible. Like Tyrion, he he's being looked like the villain. Oh yeah. Why, why were you disappointed that she decided to go against him? I'm I don't I don't understand why. I mean, do all these things not to follow through with that killing that girl? I understand this was all a test, and I get all that and stuff like that. But it was also the coincidence of her recognizing Arya. Like, are you the worst faceless man ever? You're not supposed to be noticed or anything. Who yeah. noticed? Cersei noticed Arya. She was like, oh, I remember you. Oh, yeah, but just remembered no, I mean, her as a playgoer. Yeah, I mean... That was enough to change the entire thing. That That's the thing that saved her. Well, yeah, it can be, but... Yeah, I just... I, she she was already questioning whether or not she wanted to kill the chick anyway. Yeah, she was already... But she put the poison in there, so she was... Yeah, the whole it. putting the mirror there in front of the poison and all that other stuff like that. It was... I knew the girl wasn't going to die, and I was, I was kind of disappointed because I was like, does she won't follow through with this. Well, I mean, I knew... I didn't think she was going to complete her training. I didn't think there was a chance that Arya was going to become a yeah. faceless man. I mean, I was happy to see her pull the needle out, but now, to, am I wrong to say I feel like she's going to be hunted now? Like Leif. Her, I think it's going to be like a one-episode, two-scene hunt. I don't think Arya's going to necessarily kill the Waif, but just escape. Oh, no. Waif's going down. Yeah. It's and so cool when thing. she said promise, was this meaning that that was permission to kill Arya? She was promised, if Arya fails, that she'd be the one to get to kill her. Because Arya took a life from the Red God. 
or from the faceless God. So that life, that death has to be paid by somebody. And so now it's being paid by Arya. Or as we all assume and feel like we know, the waif. Okay. I mean, Jack and I already told her, you get a second chance, you won't get a third. So, if you fail, you did. But even Jacken was like, don't make her suffer. Like, he doesn't want Arya to die. Yeah, I mean, I know he's like, he's a disappointing. She had such talent, you know. Yeah, I don't think we've seen the end of the Jack and Arya relationship, necessarily. No. I think that's going to go on until the end of the show. Maybe even the last couple scenes of the entire series. Well, if anything, like the show, you know, you, you hope she becomes the baddest assassin ever and goes and kills everybody, but that would never happen because that means everybody would be happy. So that that's just not impossible. Well, she didn't complete her training. She learned a lot of stuff, but... She learned how to get a concussion. She won't be the that. number one assassin out there. No. No. It was... uh, I Let's know. just hope she meets up with one of the final surviving direwolves, Nymeria. Well, yeah. they are going to put Nymeria back in the show. I mean, it has been talked about and it has been okay. We she will see her. Hmm? She better be the biggest direwolf there is. Nymeria is like Drogon at this point. Like, <laughs> really? That, yes. That's, uh, so those even those wolves get that big too. Huh? I mean, no, I mean not, like, not, not like that, but like I'm in talking the about sense like, of, like you know like oh yeah, way bigger than men. Uh, I mean, oh, Nymeria is like a horse. Well, you remember the first episode? Literally, the the mom they found with all the cups. The thing was enormous. Yeah. So think like Ghost. You know, Ghost is huge. So you know, and then really, if you remember Rob's. Grey Wind. Grey Wind, when it walked in Jamie's kennel. Remember how big it was? I mean, Nymeria's been out there feeding, feeding, and feeding. Hopefully, they'll make her massive. Nymeria's got a whole pack of wolves following behind her right now. Wow. It'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty sweet. I have no doubt about that. I hope that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. Or she's dead because it's the team. Well, did y'all show. like the decision by Arya? Or would you, you know? I expected it. Like I, If y'all remember, I didn't think she was going to complete the training. Um, I don't know. It's not the way I thought it was going to go down. But I'm happy to see Needle again. Yeah. And I didn't like the decision of ousting the faceless men being like, hey, be careful of that one. She wants you dead. I thought that was a bad decision. I think she had just kind of grown to really like that actress lady and oh yeah i mean obviously well, i mean the first one to compliment her you know for her big eyebrows <laughs> you know <laughs> i can't believe they brought in macy williams eyebrows into the show yeah, i know it man i don't know but don't i'm know. excited to see do we, we think that she leaves bravos by the end of the season like do we think that she's headed back over towards westeros yeah i think she has no choice i mean yeah. i think she'll be hunted by the waif Maybe for a couple episodes, possibly. And I mean, then, I think that's going to be a quick one. It may be one episode, and then the following episode will be her on a boat, you know, heading out or something. I can see that. I hate it. I like Jack. You know, I like that whole dynamic. We haven't seen the last of yeah, Jack. Yeah, no. I'm telling you, I think if she kills the waif, that's a body for the dead, you know, the faceless the guy. debt paid. That's a debt paid. You know what I'm saying? Could- so... Jack and Zaba will come in there and be like, you can't be a faceless man. You know, be gone. But I won't hunt you. That could be the way it's done. You know. Because it just needs a death. Because Jackin's already said, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, good or bad. We just need the bodies. Right. I got you. I thought it was pretty neat to see him cutting the face off. 
Oh, oh yeah, it was wicked. that was pretty. Weird. You know, like you, you know, you see all these faces on in this, you know, in that big room, but you just don't you don't think about okay, that was actually removed. You know what I mean? I mean, how great would it be just to see like a Leatherface face just sitting in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Leatherface, just like oh okay, yeah, I don't know. All right, so yeah, it just picks up the chainsaw. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So what was another? Oh, of course. I mean, there was the Danny plot line, but I mean, was there any other plot lines before that one? Um, I feel like I'm missing one. I feel like we're missing somebody before we jump to Danny. Yeah, just hold on a second because there was a couple big moments. All right. Cold hands was one of the moments. Yeah. What was the other moment? There was well, another the, moment. Well, you know, the sparrow thing was a not big, that. It's not that. You know, of course you had ah. Sam. Because we didn't touch on any of the Sansa stuff, Littlefinger. We didn't touch. No, there was I mean, nothing that, on those things. John wasn't in it. Um, there was nothing to do with the Iron Islands or Greyjoys. There was no no Blackfish. There was no no Bronn yet. No Bronn. No Brienne. No Brienne. I mean, I, I think, guess it wasn't. I just remember Twitter blowing up like twice because of something. Yeah. And I can't remember. I know Cold Hands Benjamin was one of them. Um, dang, what was the other thing? I mean, I think it, may, it may have been Drogon, you know. Yeah, he was quite impressive. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, but, oh, man, that, that whole sequence of events was pretty much terrible to me. I'm having a hard time watching Emile Clark doing her her speeches, hollering out. Oh, that, that was language. a worthless speech. It's, it's just very difficult for me to stomach this these scenes. But it, uh, the, the coincidence of how many ships is it going to take? About a thousand. Um, seriously, guys. Yeah, just are, are we trying to ship this? Sorry, I had, I'm sorry. I had, I had to go there. You went there. You went <laughs> I had there. to go there. I don't know, man. I just it, I'm with you. It's, if she would have just you just seen her pop up on the back and eyeball him, that'd have been fine. Her yelling like a big speech. You're right. It doesn't do it for me. It doesn't. It's like her standing outside that fiery hut. In front of all of them, them kneeling worked. Worked. It was commanding. It yeah. showed that there was an ultimate worship. Her getting onto the dragon and then having the speech completely unnecessary to me. Well, even was, before all of that, how did she know Drogon was there? Well, I, I got nah, that. She knew. I got yeah. that. I think she just kind of sensed that I Big Boy was around because when she stopped and you saw that there was a curb around there, I think she knew he was there, and that's why she went on down there and got on and did her whole big entry. I thought she was about to drop, instead of three blood riders, three dragon riders. Yeah. But instead she just went, you're all my blood riders. And Grey Worm's not going to be happy. I was just like, hold up. I thought we were about to get some dragon riders in this. And Dario better not be one. Yeah, I don't know. By the way, did our other two dragons actually get out? Did they leave? We haven't seen them, but I mean, it's safe to, I feel like it's safe to assume that they are out of the tunnel and they're just eating, growing in a little bit bigger and stuff. The only thing that saved this scene was the very last scene of seeing Drogon like screaming growl, that screaming, mouth and his know, teeth and stuff like to see the actual holes in the mouth and yeah. all that stuff I mean the special effects were pretty darn good Drogon was awesome the whole thing of Drogon was awesome how they slow-moed him fly across through the, the tail tunnel. and everything coming. Yeah. Uh, that was all great him landing him just sitting there fantastic everything it was just else. her trying to emote a speech without a megaphone you know, and through the speech this didn't even make sense to me. Yeah, I didn't feel it. It was just a regurgitation of what Drogo said. You know what I mean? In one of his speeches, it was almost a, a verbatim. 
they were talking about at the, end of the, at the after show about how you know she basically just chopped and pieced all his stuff together into his own version. Yeah. It was weird. And it showed. It, yeah, it just wasn't necessary. You know, I know I, it was a big ending moment for this episode, but it just wasn't. The dragon was the only thing that made it exciting to me. Which and her is sad speech because hurt the speeches are what really make the show. I mean, we had two very lackluster. Even though I know Mace Tyrell's was that was the whole point, but the fact that this one <laughs> fell so flat. Oh, yeah, man. it was. The only thing I got going, you know, that I'm feeling good about for the future is, of course, a preview. Really showed some really cool stuff I'm looking forward to. Dude, River Run's got a lot of potential. Yes, it does. And there's a lot of characters we love that are going to be involved with this River but Run. But we have been... The Freys, Jamie's group, Brian, Braun. Braun there. Yeah. The Blackfish. 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 I mean, we're talking about a cluster of excitement. Possibly Littlefinger, because he knows stuff's going on down yeah. there. Very true. He could be a player. Yep. There's River Run's about to become a pivotal part of this whole story. And River Run is in pretty much smack dab middle of Westeros. Yeah, it's what do they call it? The Trident? Yeah. The head of the Trident or whatever. Yeah. Um I really like that. And then, you know, I won't say what they are, but if you want to go out there and look, they've released the names of the last four episodes. Oh boy. They are definitely drool worthy. Yep. You know, um, you can see why Jon Snow's resurrected is all I'm going to say. <laughs> the, the man has some pivotal roles coming up. I had to go give those a little look. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's really, really cool. I'm excited to see how that's going to turn out. So, uh, I, You know what? I will say this. The pace this show is going this season is incredible. Yeah. Those, at the speed they're moving. I think they have set up maybe some of the most excitement I've had for the final three episodes. Four. Well, no, I agree. Next episode will be, but you know, eight, nine and 10 are usually the big monsters. Well, eight just jumped up into the monster one last season. True, true. But I mean, I'm thrilled (laughs) for how this could turn out. All right. Like I said before, I'm I'm right there with you, but I don't think the, 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 the army of the dead is going to be a, uh, is going to be a player until maybe the very last episode. I just the way they've got going stuff now, I just don't see it. What is the point of even seeing the Army of the Dead now, unless they're at Castle Black? Well, I mean, I mean really, that's, I think this there's season, nobody at Castle Black. Does the wall come down this season? No. no. I think that might be your final scene right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm thinking that's yeah. going to be the. See, Ed is it Ed? What's his name? Uh, oh, I mean, poor Ed. <laughs> there was brutal foreshadowing. Don't let it fall down before I get back. From yeah, there. I know. Yeah, I, I don't. I just. I think that we're going to focus... Of course, I'm also looking at the titles of certain episodes coming up. I think we're going to be focusing more on gaining a new a new power and authority of the North before we ever get to deal with what the real problem of the world is going to be. Oh, man. Now I'm going to have to definitely look up these titles. <laughs> yeah, trust me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, All right. Enough talk. Enough talk. I don't, I don't want to go that route. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't go that so, that's, that's where I'm at. So, that's why I say I, I don't... I think... Yeah, for all we see, the very last scene is the walls crumbling, or there's a crack evolving, or something, and everybody's like, "Oh, Shiite," and that's you know, that's how it ends. You know, that it basically, that's what it is. This is what our next season is. Right. But does, is anyone going to be upset if there's a thousand ships in the Iron Isles the next time that we go and see them? Oh, most definitely. That better be a whole season of them just building. 
Because I have a feeling like we're going to see them sailing out with a thousand ships by the end of the season. I don't see that, but well, if you pay attention to the preview, Yara is telling Theon, "Yeah, we're going to take back the Iron Islands." So maybe that's going to be Danny's way back into Westeros is using Yara and their ships and coming back through the Iron Islands. You know, I mean, like the Iron Islands are so far out of the way of what she's trying to get to. Like she has well, to go wrap around Westeros to get. It to just the Iron depends Islands. on a the best strategic entry point. We don't know what that's going to be yet. True, but I mean, if they come back from the east, then that means they have to go past the Shy, and I don't think that they want to do anything. We'll see. I'm just <laughs> saying. I'll be honest with you. It'll be a miracle if she makes it to Westeros. I mean, she just needs to strap herself to the back of Drogon, and I'm just putting it out there. I think that is so far away. Nah. I mean, I would agree with you, but with as fast as we're moving this season. This is not the magic character of Littlefinger. We're hey. talking about a thousand ships here. The only thing is, if it took this so long to get Theon, not Theon, Euron, Tyrion, oh, okay. to Meereen, and him and um, Jorah, no, Ferris, uh, if that ends up being all they do, it's just this little simple peace deal, and then they head to Westeros. I'll be a little disappointed in yeah. what they did with Tyrion. I mean, yeah. we'll be a little upset until we realize that Tyrion's back in King's Landing and going toe-to-toe with the High Sparrow. That's yes, the yes, High Sparrow. Go yes, toe-to-toe that's... with Cersei. That's what I want. Yeah, <laughs> and Jaime. I mean, like, and... I mean, this story is going... I think they're going in different directions where that's not even a compatibility for a long time. I'll just say this. If they're going to literally move the pieces around where there's only... 13 episodes left. That's what they said. They only have a script and the story is over in 13 more episodes after the season. Then, I mean, that everybody's got to be moving towards final battle scene. That is a terrible idea, by the way. I'm putting that I, I 13 episodes. That is a terrible idea. The way this show rolls, you can go on for four years. Yeah, I don't see how be they quality say they don't have years. enough material. Benioff and Weiss have already said they're they're tired. They're fried. It's like, and if you watch the making of these shows, oh yeah, it's a lot of coordination. I can't blame them. They have second and third, you know, directors in different countries all around the world and stuff. I'm just like, dude, it's got to be brutal. He said they do nothing else. He's like, they take a couple weeks off and then it's back to Game of Thrones all year, just year after year. And then you got to promote it and you got to go to all the conventions and premieres cry me a damn river <laughs> i agree with you i would love to be doing it some people dream about having a show that has this much success and, and being able to maintain it yeah i was like it just it made me so angry the other day when banshee quit and the director was like well i just I always knew that i was just going to cut it off by five and cut it off at four and i was like you know don't get me wrong it's not like it was academy award-winning material or anything <laughs> like that but it was just hey, a hey. fun great show to watch and he just said, yeah, I'm moving on to something else. And I'm just like, I want to slap you. Because yeah. people, you have a fan base and ratings and the highest Cinemax show there is and you're cutting it loose? Well, they started Cinemax. I mean, they, they were the, like, the first thing that ever got funded on it. They, they yeah. were the pillar. Yeah, I mean, it was, I'm just like, what are you? Yeah. I mean. Hollywood. Hollywood. I don't know. I mean, where do you go, DB? Was it from, you know, from yeah. Good luck finding another, you know, pivotal yeah. Pop culture show. I mean, I, I'm not sure, but I mean, they might just move on to the spinoff that Game of Thrones is going to have because no. it's going to have a spinoff. 
They, Why would you go to a spinoff when you got this hot? We got this hot iron going. They will not do any more Game of Thrones. I guarantee it. Oh God, man, that's such a waste. Such a waste. The show is just epic, worldwide epic. You know what I mean? It'll be hard to find something that hits this many countries. Yeah. Ever again. I mean, what other show has over fifty different podcasts devoted to one TV show that's on a paid programming? Has languages being like YouTube videos being broken down in seventy-two different languages? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, jeez, killing me, Smalls. Let me slap these two. <laughs> anyway, guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, if y'all ever want to converse with us, hit us up with some of your feedback or whatever like that. We, you know, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can always reach us at Play TV Podcast uh, at Gmail as well as on Twitter. Um, we're at Play TV Podcast, and of course on our Facebook page. Um, love to befriend you and talk and you can subscribe to us or even give us a review on iTunes we'd love it but other than that guys I think we're going to call it a night this is Bleed TV and I'm Zach I'm Jake and I'm Cash and we'll see y'all next week <laughs> <laughs>